Hello and welcome to Podcast 22. Yes, not sure what happened there, but we're on air now. Yes, and I'm going to try and talk more quietly and you're possibly going to try and no, talk... No, I can't talk loud, more loudly because... You can't? No. Well, in that case, I'll have to whisper. Yep, good idea. Or just not say anything. Okay. <laughs> well, that's a bit quiet. <laughs> Uh, so today, everyone, we are going to try and tackle sleep because uh, fundamental to your health and well-being and more and more interest, I think, in sleep as one of the three pillars, four, four pillars. Uh, everybody has a different number of pillars. Number of pillars, but, but I would say four. Certainly very, very important to uh, being fit and well. Yeah. Um, and... We have two questions, don't we? Well, that have so been asked. Far. But uh, yeah, but yeah. And yeah, and lot, and one is, which we're going to lead into, well, anyway, hopefully. But so, uh, the reason that we decided to talk about it because I think everybody knows about it as usual oh, okay, with all fine. these things. And then on the radio the other day on national radio, somebody was talking about the fact that he, in lockdown, decided to try this idea that you can train yourself to sleep to. Uh, be successfully living in the day on five hours sleep a night. Mm, you weren't very happy about that, were you? Well, it it's it's just not true, and I think for the occasional outlier, that might be. Yeah, yeah, the one in a thousand or a one in ten thousand person. Yeah, but generally, and for the majority, the vast majority of people you will fall somewhere within seven and a half to nine hours sleep a night. And actually I would probably, that's like, I would say that's 98% of the population and then 90% of the population will be between eight and nine. Yeah. And so uh, th this begs the question of me then, because I've got my new aura ring and I'm busy looking at me sleep every morning. Yeah. Is that seven and a half to nine hours that you just mentioned, is that time in bed? Or is that sleep time? Because oh, well obviously your aura yeah. ring will give you two different readings. Yeah, no, that's that's it is it is about your sleep. So that's the other reason for doing this podcast is there are, is new evidence emerging about sleep quality and time asleep, and you can get very bogged down in the weeds with you if you've got something like an aura ring. I don't, I'm I'm not sure about Fitbit and, and uh, Apple watches because. Uh, I use the Aura Ring because it is the most accurate tracker. Um, but you can get like you can like you can with food and all the rest of it. You can get orthorexic about your sleep. Yeah. Um, mm. And I used to you used so for, after I've been ill, like with the the COVIDy stuff, my sleep fell off a cliff, and I was obsessed with the fact that I wa I was wasn't getting deep sleep. My REM sleep seemed fine. But I went for weeks on sort of like half an hour of deep sleep, and that was very odd. So I uh, I asked around and I listened to some podcasts from sleep experts, and uh, it's very difficult for a tracker to accurately assess the difference between REM and deep sleep. Yes. So if you if you are orthorexic about it, the best thing to do is just to amalgamate those two things. And so, you know, getting three, four hours between the two of them, I would suggest is 
just absolutely fine. And I know that some people don't even get that and they're fine with that because it's not a big problem for them. And the latest research, which we'll talk about in a minute, would suggest that, that none of that is important to how you feel. And actually, I would wholeheartedly agree because I could never understand why I would, like my ring would show an hour and 10 minutes of deep sleep, three hours of REM sleep. And I'm a good REM sleeper anyway, biologically. You know, my DNA is designed to REM sleep. So it's, ne it's never been an issue and people go, wow, I can't believe you got so much REM sleep. But it's just not even a thing with me. And deep sleep is more of a thing. But it never seemed to track with how I was feeling. Hmm. Um, and so I would think, uh, you know, it would be like, oh, well, that's a bit odd. I don't feel like I could go out and run a half marathon, actually. And my aura ring's telling me I can. Um, and then, uh, so I listened to this other chap who's been doing... He's not a sleep expert, funnily enough, but he is a lifestyle expert, isn't he? Is that right? He's the you because you listen to it too, um, and he was just really, really interesting. And he's come up with this Rise app, which I would highly recommend to anybody because it it really does. It's far more indicative of how you're feeling, and it's based solely around the amount of time you are actually asleep and it's all about sleep debt and we can go into any amount of detail you like about that and that was one of the questions that I was asked because we used to say well let's just backtrack a minute okay. so this is you go to your app store you type in rise r-i-s-e and up comes the rise app yeah and that and, and I know you've been monitoring day in day out you've been monitoring your sleep debt or your sleep okayness yeah in terms of you've had so many hours tonight so many hours the day yeah. before so and many it gives hours you the a day score. before well it gives you a like a it literally tells you how much in hours and minutes how much sleep debt you have yeah and 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 the main thrust of his podcast was that whatever we might think of you can have a good night's sleep and catch up you can't catch everything up just just on a good night's sleep if you've got if you're losing an hour's sleep for, for five working days that's five hours you need to catch up on yeah it's not one good night's sleep will will, will cancel it all some, out and some, some shocking statistics like seven hours seven nights of one hour sleep Deficit. debt so that's seven hours sleep debt yeah. is the equivalent of, of uh if you're behind the wheel of driving drunk of driving uh, over the limit yeah that's right yeah yeah that which is quite scary yeah, and, really. and they've done all the tests and it you know i didn't think i don't think anybody could quite believe it so they did them again because it just seemed improbable yeah. but they're so they reckon there are probably more because there's such a drive to stop drink driving obviously that that they reckon that severe accidents now are far more likely to be caused due to sleep, sleep. debt yeah and that can be relatively long-term sleep debt, yeah. debt of the whole week yeah. rather than just yeah. the night before yeah Hmm. It, 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 I think we're still all on a learning curve with this one, aren't we? Mm. But, there's, but it there's makes certainly more information. It somatically makes a lot more sense to me and feels yeah. a lot. Yeah. Uh, feels right in how I'm feeling when I look at that. So if I, uh, so you, the idea is that you judge how you're feeling before you look at the app. All oh, right. Um, and yeah. then see whether the app yeah. corresponds to that. Yeah. That, that and if you do the th if you do the thing, it'll ask you an hour later, "How are you feeling now?" Um, and then it will track that for you and say, and then it, when it when it comes up with how much sleep debt you've got or not, it will say this is how you should be feeling. Is that accurate? Oh yeah, um, fascinating. Yeah. So another level of of using that that yeah. aura information. It it does just read it, your aura. It reads my it? aura ring. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it will, and it will read your watch or your yeah. You know, 
Fitbit or your Garmin or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I, so I think it's fair to say that we both really take our sleep quite seriously, don't we? Very seriously. As, as much. Actually, more and more so. Yeah, and more and more so, yeah. Which is another change since we started doing all this biohacking stuff. Five, six, whatever. When did you sign up with 17. Dave Asprey? 17. Oh. oh, only four years then. It's yeah, just... but we were doing it before that. That's just when I took it as decided to... Do the course. Yeah. All right. Become a coach. Become a coach. Mm. Um, yeah, so so it's another sort of aspect of... of of well-being that is changing all the time isn't it yeah so uh yes so going back to the basics of we've already discussed many times before of preparing for the night's sleep that that's some fairly like uh ancestral sort of feelings either you, yeah. you want to turn out so the bright I, lights yeah well i think there are three fundamentals okay don't eat within three hours and that's tricky it is very tricky but ideally, three or four hours. We probably do two and a half, three hours, mm. do we? And we've learned... Um, go on, you do the three, and then we'll uh, talk about that one. Lights. Yeah, not the bright lights. Try and use red lights. Don't look at bright screens. Um, and, and and calm, really. Do, like, don't do anything that's going to stimulate you. No yeah. exercise or... Yeah. 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 To, to get yourself in a state of parasympathetic... Yeah. ...mode. So no. go... Going back to the first one, which was not eating within the three hours of going to bed, is that um, it, it turns out that your guts have a sort of uh, a bit like a circadian clock, just like everything else, part of your whole circadian rhythm. But they have a, a like a deep clean routine where they yes. over acid or yeah, extra so stomach, acid they, your stomach. Stomach acid. It was it was something like between ten and eleven, and that should be between one and two hours after you've gone to bed, so that it's yeah. ret like or before yeah when. Once you're in bed, that should happen first of all. Yeah, and 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 so the stomach becomes even more acid, clears out yeah. the last of the the food from the day, and then it can, and then your brain can do what it needs to do. Yeah, and I think actually that especially if I get home late, which I do it sometimes now, and have a slightly later supper, I'm failing in that respect. Yeah. And it, but it's really difficult to know how to do it. If you're, you know, if you're still yeah. on the road and oh, you're yeah. not home, none of it is, you know, that tricky, tricky. Just, and we do have to be really careful because we could be so stringent with sleep that we would be so inflexible. Yeah, I mean, we probably are We're incredibly inflexible anyway, but it would, it, yeah, I mean, it could be that, um, and like, so probably going back to those three things, there are reasons for those three things, okay? Mm. So that, so you've just gone a the reason for the first one, which, yeah. is, which is to eat well before your bed. But it's also because, like, you want your hormones, you want your hunger, and your you want your ghrelin and your leptin to be sorted out before you go to bed. Okay, yep. so you need you need the the food hormones to to take a break. Yep. So that you can your body can, I would you call them circadian hormones can sort of kick in. So what you need to be doing is going to bed in your melatonin window so this is like it's all very well saying oh you need to produce melatonin well that's why you have that's why you stop eating and that's why you have the the blue blockers because nobody's going to go to bed when the sun goes down anymore and we're going to be on screens and we're going to be in artificial light so we have the blue blockers to do so that's that's your classic that's when people talk about biohacking that's a classic mm. hack 
to to gain that so that by the time you go to bed and that's another really good thing with the rise app it's not on about oh this is your like so the aura app will tell you when you should be going to bed the rise app will tell you why and it will say your melatonin window is and so be almost be asleep by then not even yeah yeah so you can get the maximum benefit yeah. from your melatonin yeah. window yeah which is what you want yes um, and it is all I mean it is all so gut related as like there's another question that uh, Aggie asked was about waking up in the night that will come on to that with the kind of problems of sleep but that is all to do with melatonin and, and uh, cortisol often hmm so uh, where have we gotten to so we've we've got ourselves to bed hopefully in exactly the right uh, state of mind so that we can drop off to sleep no that's another thing see I don't have any issue with that you look at the latency on my aura ring and it's like if it's yeah. more than two minutes it's yeah, like what it's the most hell unusual. is going on yeah, yeah. Well, that's good then so you, something's right and and the, you know we've got double well, curtains the in the melatonin window is a good one I think if you go in yeah. if you if it takes you too long to go to sleep you're not your your circadian rhythm is is buggered and, and for us because the bedroom's very dark because we've got two sets of curtains haven't we Please. which are mostly work yeah. except yeah. on a very very bright and sunny when, morning when somebody decides he's going to uh, investigate the curtains oh or the cat whatever yeah but um yeah so, so i think that helps i think that i didn't realize that the dark would make such a difference but i think it does help for you to go to sleep yes. quickly no two ways about that is, is this a good time to talk about uh where we think our ancestors might have been with with this this waking up in the night and actually getting up and doing yeah, something yeah biphasic sleep hmm well, it's so probably, funnily enough, not so much the men. They don't think it's more of a it's more of a female thing, and due to uh, children babies, and feeding, babies and feeding, and um, yeah, and they also think teens as well. Probably they probably got to that first bi phase, if you like, and then went to sleep. So they would probably have been part of that, like two or three o'clock in the morning thing. Because they're young and whatever, so it's, so the whole point is to keep the tribe alive. Yeah. Um, and so somebody has to be awake at all times. So that's that's why they think that teens are late to bed and late up. Oh, yeah. Whereas the Cicc old Cicc people and, and why they want to go would have been the other partying. way around. Yeah. And now why they want to go party and now yeah. yeah. Which I think we can all agree that we all. Sounded so old. I know exactly. Which is, and, and yeah, brilliant. And and I think we all grow out of it. I, I defy anyone out there to be even more enthusiastic now for a late night than they were when they were eighteen. When you know that that was it, wasn't it? It was a thing to do. Yeah, Granny. Um, well, I'm going to be fifty-one tomorrow. Yes. Yeah, so so this biphasic, you probably like when you're feeding particularly, and and uh, you know you're up in the night, and you might feel awful, but you do it, and actually looking back, it's probably not as bad as you thought it was, but you are awake, and I still stir around that time, and and I'm not really sure whether that's to do with um my gut bacteria or not being quite right. Um, or whether it is just that I'm a biphasic sleeper, but it doesn't seem to 
me having to get up, go for a pee or whatever, does not seem to affect my overall sleep quality. No, and I, I know that, for some people it would. And I, I, Yeah, and I think that's another comment is if you wake up in the night, don't be afraid of it. It could be that it's in your genes. It could be that it's part of, yes. of, of, yeah. of, the, of the way you're built. Uh, you know, I'm not saying you should all get up in the middle of the night, but if there is a period where you wake up fairly regularly in the night. And be yeah, and because I'm in bed for nine, eight and a half, nine hours, you know, some people say, oh, you have to get up for a pee. Well, you know, if you're going to bed at, at 12, 11, 12, and getting up at six or seven, then no, I probably wouldn't. No, but, but we tend to, <laughs> well, I certainly head for bed sometime after nine, and you're there before 10, aren't yeah. you? So we are relatively early. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, and then you get up earlier than And you. I tend to get up earlier, yeah. Um, yeah, so I quite like the idea. I, I guess these all these things, if they if they suit you, you're going to to they're going to appeal to you, aren't they? So that whole biophasic thing, I think I'm fine with. Yeah. And a top top tip for if you are somebody that wakes up in the night and you don't like it, so I go to sleep uh, listening to Harry Potter. Yes. And I just put it on timer and. I normally listen to about two minutes, it's, and then when I but when I get when I wake up in the night, to, you go to through go the same process sleep, I go again. Back through exactly the same process, yeah. and it works. And yeah. um, I was coaching somebody the other day, and she said, "Oh, she was worried about it." And I said, "Well, do you get does it like I, I need something to calm me down, so I listen to da 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 or whatever it is." And it's and uh, like, is that a problem? Well, not if it's helping you sleep. sleep. No. You know, and it's got to be for me at the moment. It's got to be Harry Potter for whatever reason, yeah. Because it's comfort, I guess, and it's something I know, and it's something I don't have to minutely focus on. Well, you know it all anyway. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, and uh, Stephen Fry obviously sends me up to sleep quite happily. Yeah, so it's things like that with 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 some good habits and some good routines yeah, that can really that, so really that, help. So that getting up in the night thing, I would strongly suggest that if you do not lie in bed worrying about it, do not lie in bed thinking I'm not asleep, I'm not asleep. Get up, do something, however minor. Go to the toilet, mm. come and have a drink of water. But don't mm. put lights and stuff on. We're really lucky. If I need a drink of water, I can come down, put the red light on, yeah, and it won't affect my the, the the melatonin cortisol pattern um but do that make it a almost like a break from sleep and then go back into the pattern of going to sleep mm -hmm. good so uh on a maybe on a on a similar vein uh know that i'm looking at me aura ring um <laughs> all gonna get out. yeah cat's going out um, I see that I get deep sleep all through the night. I yeah, you're very of, odd with that. I sort of you? heard that um, before, you tended before to before midnight. The get, first part, definitely. Yeah, the first part was deep sleep, and yeah. then you would be into REM. So I just wonder whether my ring is yeah. I wonder how accurate is, is it is 100%. for you on the REM. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do tend to deep. fall into your. Let's add the two together overnight, and if we get a you know yeah. a good couple of hours of the yeah. combined score, I must admit I don't worry quite so much. Oh, I think the dog's the dog. going to join us now. <laughs> Her hmm. master is outside hmm. and she can see him. Rose, Rose. It's all right, she's going to attack the cat. the cat. Yeah, there we go. If in doubt, attack the cat. the cat. Yeah, so back to the sleep then is, is we, 
well, we, we, we just just think it's very, very important, don't we? Yeah. That's well, it. it is. Well, it, uh, you know, uh, I always go back to this thing. If if we didn't need sleep, we wouldn't do it because it's yeah. so dangerous. And, and so many people have said that for, for many years, yeah. now, haven't they? It's, yeah. it's, it is massively dangerous. And, and all, sorts of, all sorts of research is coming out all the time. I mean, surely there isn't a person alive that doesn't realise that your chances, something like 30% increase in your chance of some kind of... Degenerative brain disease yeah. with it, inadequate sleep going into your 40s, 50s, 60s. So mm. that should be a real wake up call. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a scary, that's not a, that's a pretty bad statistic, I think. Yeah, it's a, it's a massive price to pay yeah. when you're, you know, you're, you're, you're swinging along yeah. and you're, you're trying yeah. to do everything. You're burning yeah. the candle at both ends as the old wife yeah. tail goes yeah. and and yeah it, it is just not a good idea i think we've all done it and we've all had periods of, of yeah and of i think that the sleep. fact that that it does seem to be cumulative as you get older is a good indication mm. that when you're younger you probably you can get away with these yeah. things more yeah and i think the thing with the sleep is what uh, so big it's that classic chicken and egg scenario where um you think you're okay yeah because you haven't got enough sleep to be reasonable with it <laughs> yes and that was what i was just going to come on with so if you are under in a period of, of of pressure and you are trying to get you know you're trying to manage on less sleep your body brilliant body that it is you know it's got all sorts of mechanisms within itself yeah. more to, adrenaline yeah puts you into fight or flight yeah all of which allow you to continue so if, if yeah. you know if your life was dependent on it it wouldn't it wouldn't dump you in the middle of the desert or wherever you are and you're trying to get out yeah and there, and, there is research to back this up so you think you're fine but there's yeah. no way you're fine no and it can only go on for so long yeah and you know in a matter of weeks or months it, well i think people do do it for years but then they'll be like yeah i think so i think there's a there, there is this thing where oh I, i'm fine i only get six oh i've done it for years six six hours sleep and i'm fine mm. and, and 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 it will be like oh yeah i'm fine but i need a coffee i will need a coffee in the afternoon well actually that's a really bad sign if you need a coffee in the afternoon i mean i'm a slow caffeine metabolizer so uh, like a fast metabolizer sorry so actually i could probably i mean i don't i don't have caffeine probably after 12 30. Mm. if i a 12 i try for oh you're being cleaned by the dog right up your this nose. is licky there's a good girl yeah. well done um, yeah, so I don't. I even though I'm a fast metabolizer, I could probably get away with three, four o'clock, and it would be gone. But it's not. It's worth not. It. It's never worth it. No. It's not good. And it, you, you know, you ca caffeine. Funnily enough, I probably suffered more when I had that hypertonic in the evening. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I because obviously that's real cellular stuff. Yeah. And really disturbed my sleep. But you should, if you need caffeine or you want caffeine in the evening, that's probably a really bad sign that your circadian so, clock's mixed up. A, a few years ago, there was a lot of this about this sort of catnapping either at work or in the afternoon or whatever. So would that be a sign that you are sleep deprived and you're trying to catch up yes. whenever it yes, is? Yes, but and you should go with it. So yeah. so I like if you'd asked me that six months ago, <laughs> I would have said absolutely not and you need to because you're going to ruin your circadian rhythm. Um, Hello. No, you Hello, Wilfred. Hi. 
on the podcast. Oh, wow. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so you come home from school and you oh, just oh, get yeah. pointed at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit happens. Um, oh, he's taken the dog with him. Oh, no, he hasn't. Um, what was I saying? Oh, catnaps no. and stuff. No, yes, catnaps. catnaps. So, um, so, so go with them. Six months ago, I would have said, don't, you know, you need to stick to your circadian rhythm, you need to do this and you need to do that. But if we take the sleep debt thing seriously, anything that you can do to, to regain that sleep debt is a good thing. Yes. Actually. So yes, if you're tired, sleep. And yes, yeah. and it used to be, you shouldn't lie in at the weekends, you should keep your schedule. And actually, it's still a lot of sleep doctors will say that. Well, overall... If 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 you have real real like sleep issues and you you know you, you really can't sleep, then yes, you need to reset your circadian clock. But if you are just trying to catch up on sleep, so you've had t- two late shifts or two early shifts, yes, sleep in. Mm. If you're an insomniac, no, don't, because you're getting your sleep at the wrong times and you need to reset yourself. Yeah, but but. Uh but I think it's got to be a very, very bad sign if you want a catnap. Well, it's not a bad, bad sign. It's like, no. well, yesterday afternoon I fell asleep on the... Yeah, true, the actually, because yeah, it's normally my like absolute fallback is if I'm driving and the sun's shining and it's all warm and I'm feeling sleepy, I just stop and have yeah. a snooze. And, and it seems to have worked for years. Sometimes 10 minutes is enough just to get you going again. Yeah. All right, fine then. Well, have we done sleep to death? I'm just trying to think what else Aggie had asked. So I think, I think we have. I want to talk about uh, algae, algae. Do you? Well, Where does you, that come from? Well, it's just that you were talking then about the, your, your top... Canton. Canton, yeah. Spelt, and, um, spelt quinton. Yeah, and as, as, a, as a final sort of wrapper-upper, oh, okay. I thought we'd just say that... And, and you know, we were, we were listening to the, the, the fish programme and everyone seems to be talking about algae is it algae yeah but just to say if you do get the rise app oh sorry it will tell you look at your data if you've got like a and i think if you don't have data it will make data for you so i think you have to put it on airplane mode and put it near your head or something and the phone will try and do its best but um you it will give you what it thinks is your appropriate obviously has to get tell you what it thinks is your appropriate amount of sleep a night like proper sleep and I think for me it's something like eight hours eleven minutes. Yeah, it's very yeah. and it's quite a long it's time. It's very prescriptive, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, you do your best. I'd like it, to be you? seven and a half hours, but I'm not. Yeah. And see, that's going to hurt. The dog is now. Yeah. So going back to these algae, then is is is, is it's 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 like a oh dear, it's like a new. Oh, so we're talking about the canton. Yeah. So that's the marine plankton. It's marine and plankton with the bloom coming up through the marine plankton. Yeah. Making, ma- changing it. Yeah. And making some fantastic stuff in yeah. terms of what your body needs in yeah. it by way of building blocks. Yeah. Which is where I'm pretty interested in it because I think my own view on it, you know. It, yeah. And, and combining the two, if I take an isotonic, which I have been doing before I go to bed, not a hypertonic. Learnt my lesson there. An isotonic cantle. I my HRV. You've seen the difference. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's like 20, 20 points higher. Yeah. So you you are getting much better sleep yeah. and you're much better prepared for the next day. Yeah. Yeah, and so so what happens with this 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 
it puts you in parasympathetic mode. That's what it does. That's yeah. what the isotonic this does. Yeah, and, and I don't think we we don't think we really know how it does it, but it, it's just full of things that your body loves. Well, so Robert Slovak will right say, say, yeah. Well, Robert Slovak will say, you know, we came from the sea. Hmm. It uh, and it's given us things that we want. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's going to become a bigger part and a and a and a bigger. Uh, event in people's lives is is to try and make you know best use of what what these algae can give us, isn't it? Yeah. We've tr we've tried all you know we're always everyone's always trying lots of different things, aren't they? And, and some this, I think this one will gain a lot of ground. I, I well, think it, it's, it's so, so terrific. You, I mean, I think that the, if anybody is interested, there's a, a Ben Greenfield podcast, mm. the latest one. So he's done a few with him, but this latest one and the history of Canton is. I mean, it's just mind-blowingly amazing. Uh, it was the go-to cure before yeah, penicillin. So, so, so there used to be hospitals, didn't there? Yeah. Which, which, which really just gave patients various forms of of this stuff, this the, marine liquid. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. And, and they and and they it obviously worked because they were. Wasn't it the chap who had something like a hundred thousand people? It is. Oh, it was a, a huge amount of people, and bearing in mind that was in nineteen twelve or something. I can't remember exactly. Yeah, so, it might so have been in the very early twentieth century, yeah. a Frenchman died, yeah. and a hundred thousand people rocked up at his his funeral. The chap because, that found it, yeah, yeah, because of of the work he'd done, yeah, with his cancer. And and, and I think that I think it's the closest thing that you can get to blood plasma as you could ever. Hmm. They, they've swapped it out they've swapped out blood for King Canton and people and, and I think yeah. it was animals I think that's what they used to happily. do wasn't it in, yeah. in these hospitals I mean it is so worth going into the mm. history of it well I think that might be uh, uh, something that we will like we'll listen out for and when we've got a bit more info yeah, so, so I mean, you, it just sounds like a fairy tale when I'm saying it now, yeah. like a make believe thing, but it really isn't. And, and you buy it from oh, anywhere it's, it's available <laughs> lots of places, isn't yeah, it? yeah. Is it an importy thing? Yes, the, the so he sold the license, um, and there's a place in Spain that does it huh. that supplies the UK, right? There we go, but yeah, just make sure it's and how do you spell it? Uh, Q U I N. T O N. Um, it's pronounced Canton. Yeah, but it's it's spelled Quinton. Quinton. Yeah, Quinton. Yeah, okay. And they do the isotonic, the hypotonic. They do f sprays now, like nasal sprays and yeah, all sorts of stuff. I swear by the nasal spray. Yeah. So does Agatha. Yeah, yeah, you do like that, don't yeah. you? So there we are. So I think it's relatively short and sweet this week, but yeah. um, good to be back on the air anything you want to share about your oh what's going on with us i don't well, know well, well the most think. interesting thing that happened to me well, since the last nice. one is that uh, i've had a session in uh hyperbaric, uh, hyperbaric before chamber. you say <laughs> yeah so a hyperbaric uh, uh, uh chamber is mostly used by uh, people suffering the from MS multiple sclerosis and uh what it does is it you you, you literally sit in a steel um, what, what would you call it? Is it I'm going to say a diving bell. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a I bit guess. like a diving bell. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, it's a, but it's based on the on the, the the what they used to what they do for stopping the bends. Yes, yeah, right. So yeah, yeah. So you sit in there, and the pressure goes up. I think mine went up by plus five. I think they call me. So I was an, uh, like a, a new starter. So it was 
I think it's plus 5 psi. I can't decide whether it's plus 5 psi or plus 5 feet of water, which would be a bit less. Uh, so you, the pressure goes up and you get fed uh, more oxygen in your mask. Yeah, so the idea is you're forcing oxygen into every cell of your body uh, to heal it and it, it, it uh, takes out radical oxygen species as well. Yeah, so I'm booked in for another session. Uh, I, I, I think I'm a bit of an anomaly because uh, I'm well, not... Well, it's only because we're biohackers that we know about it. Yeah, isn't it? And lovely, lovely people seems yeah. to be shocking. You know, a sort of charitable status, volunteers, absolutely lovely people there. Um, and so we'll see how it goes. Um, I, I think it's well worth, you know, pursuing at the moment just to see if it can um, further knock me nephrotic syndrome on the head yeah. because at the moment the, the me, me P tests are virtually back to normal, aren't they? Yeah. So uh, good, good news on that. But um, yeah, yeah, it would be nice to just nice to close it all out. Yep. And I, and I think on that very uh, sort of positive note of you know biohacking yourself, sorting yourself out. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're on. We we're despite everything. I think we're on good form. We're well slept. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> And uh, looking forward to the summer because uh, the weather has been pretty dry and fairly decent yeah. lately. Yeah, we've been to the beach a couple of times, got yeah. to see the grandchildren. Shivered a few times <laughs> in the wind. <laughs> yep, okay, very good. Bye, everyone. Oh, you've got to switch it off no. before you say bye, haven't mm. you? There we go. Yeah. Bye, everyone.